Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to the Heal and Glow podcast, a place to discuss real everyday life, focusing on topics such as business life, health and wellness, spiritual health, mental health, and faith talks. A place to listen to positive and kind, encouraging words and inspirational stories. Leave each week with abundance and love and positive vibes. Thanks for listening. Peace, love, and glow. Erica. Hey guys, welcome back to the Healing Glow podcast. I'm really excited for this episode. I know I say that about every episode, seriously. <laughs> um, but you guys know I'm really big on my faith. I love to talk about God. I have a lot, so many of you reaching out to me and just asking me for Bible studies and the next step. I unfortunately am not gifted in that, so I found the next best thing. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited for this guest today and I know a lot of you are I spoke about you a little bit so people were like oh my god I can't wait to hear oh, that's um, awesome. so I'm with Eric so introduce yourself ah introducing myself let me just start off by saying that like I do not like talking about me <laughs> but he's very um, humble as you can tell oh <laughs> uh, yes very 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 humble <laughs> um, no but uh, so my name is Eric Munoz jr. and um, I am 33 years old. Jesus uh, year. Yes, yes. <laughs> it, 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 that's actually like a big deal. But I know. Let me, let me not. Let me start. Let me not start preaching already. I'm gonna be Jesus year this year, and I, and I'm very excited it about that. Big. It yes. feels big. Yeah. It feels big. Yeah. Feels so big. And I'm excited. Um, happily married, uh, one beautiful daughter, and another one on the way. Nice. Congratulations. So excited. Thank you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, What's the know, baby do? She's due June 10th. Oh, oh, we're, we're close. We're yeah, in the last she's quarter. Close. Okay. She's almost here. And she is ready to come. Like, <laughs> you can just tell she is so ready. Um, you know, I've, I, I've been in ministry for 20 plus years. Okay, wow, okay. I started teaching at 11 years old. Wow. Okay, so just to back up. So Eric is now doing online Bible study. Is that what you call it? You yeah, to- like, so So my whole thing, it's, it's called Valley of the Heroic. And right. the whole purpose of it is really I'm trying to build a community and a platform for me to help people specifically mm-hmm. to find their purpose, especially through the lens of finding God. So finding God and their purpose and how that intertwines and how it relates. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's really what it is. So it does correlate a lot with studying the Bible. Um, you know, I do my Bible studies every Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and, um, and I'm very preachy. Like, that's just the way I am. You know, I've mm-hmm. been doing it almost all my life. So... Yeah, I would say yeah. So you are a born-again Christian? Is that what you consider yes. yourself? Okay, yes. so born again, me too. Um, so it's funny. I started going to Chino. You guys know my boxing instructor. And I would see you after I would leave. And Chino was the one who was like, you got to hear this guy's story. Like, he's so incredible. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really know him. And then I followed Melinda, and she posted you. Haley posted you. Small world, guys. Um, <laughs> and I happened to jump on. I think I, I went on your YouTube. I did, I missed because you do it every Wednesdays at eight p.m. Right? Nine p.m. Nine p.m. Okay, so I missed it, and I watched one, and I was like literally in tears, and I was like, "Wow, like this guy is gifted." I'm like over here, like sending it to everybody. I'm like, "You gotta watch this video." Like, um, and I personally, me, I know when I start my day listening to a preaching or reading the word or even just worshiping, like. 
my day flows so much better. Yeah. I feel like I'm awake for a purpose, right? Absolutely. Like I have a purpose in this day. Um, and I wanted to put you on here because I've noticed so many people my age, younger, even younger, in their 20s, they're looking for some purpose in life. And me personally, I didn't get my purpose until I really committed to God. Mm-hmm. I didn't get, I didn't own this business until I was 30. I think I had just turned 31. So I went all of my 20s very lost, very... As many of us do. <laughs> broken, very... I was a totally different person. I was always stressed out, you know, the jealousy. Like, I was very, like, selfish. And then... I grew up in church, but I had left the church for a while. Okay. So when I went back, I'm like, this is what was missing. Mm-hmm. So I did the worship nights here for a little bit. It got... It's, it's, I have a lot going on, and then... People have been asking for Bible study, and that's why I wanted you on here because I wanted you to explain like your story and how you got started, and like what gave you the push to start doing this. Oh yeah, I really appreciate that. First of all, like even being here is like this is my first time being interviewed for a podcast. Yeah, so. I love being people's first. <laughs> so it's like really awesome, uh, a really awesome experience within itself. But um, I like how you said that when you begin your day, mm-hmm. that. Um, when you begin it with a preaching or a sermon that it just changes the landscape of your day because really all that is is like what you prioritize is going to grow right you know what you prioritize in your life uh, whether it be a positive or a negative thing is going to grow it's going to flourish and um, you know coming to God and experiencing him and prioritizing him and seeking him it's it's really a life changing experience. It's, oh, it's really what's going to set you onto your purpose, like you said. Right. Because, um, you know, I tell people all the time, it's like if you really want to know what your purpose is, if you really want to understand it in a deep and intimate way, and you don't want to waste time, mm-hmm. the best thing to do is to go to God about it. I wish I knew that because I wasted. I mean, everything happens for a reason, but the twenties were rough for me, and I, in a sense of like, I just, I remember like all my friends were like going to college and they wanted to be doctors and nurses and I was like I don't want to do that like I don't know what it is that I want to do I did never thought I'd be a business owner I, and I say this all the time I didn't want to be a business owner I didn't want the responsibility I like to just like work and take my vacations and you know like not have to worry and here I am but um I would if I it was when I started seeking God was when he started speaking to me and he gave me the name and then he told me like he gave me the space it all came from him but it was when I like and it happened I would say pretty quick in hindsight I would say like six months I was just really I got off social media I did a social media fast and I just like wow. every day like five o'clock in the morning I was like reading praying working out and just whatever and getting to know him more and it started to slowly trickle in and I think and you had said something before because I don't really know your story but you said you quit your job yeah to do this yeah. which is crazy yes I am crazy I'm gonna tell you right now, like I like you can ask my wife. She is here. She's in the building. I'm shaking her head. Yes. Like, if there's something that I'm going to go 110 percent into, is a conviction that God is giving to me. So what made you? Okay, so what made you quit, or how did God tell you to quit your job? So that's such. What was your job before this? Let's go back. I I used to work for the city of Elizabeth. Okay. Right. Um. And any city, government, municipal job is, like, easy to get comfortable with. Yes, of course. Great insurance. Yep. uh, Reasonable pay. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like, it was was good. Now, I was very unhappy, though. 
Mm-hmm. I was pretty unhappy at my job mm-hmm. um, for different reasons. And on top of that, I had been there 10 years. Monthly. Okay, 10 years. Okay, so you were very comfortable. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Very, very comfortable. And, and what I realized is that many times um, God has to remove your comfort. Yes. To pull you into your calling. Yes. Okay, I don't want to get preachy. It's so hard not get to. Get preachy. I mean, this is why you're here. But. I want you to get preachy. Yes. It's very true because I that I remember the last job. I was just getting everything was annoying me. I'm like, why am I so annoyed? Oh, that's how I was. And this this was the moment for me. The moment was this. This is the moment that kind of started it. One day I got home and I was venting to my wife and I'm just like, ah, oh, work happened today. Blah blah blah. And she's like, she's like, this is starting to change who you are. Yeah. It's like it's not it's not just that you're upset at work anymore and you you separate life from work. Now it's starting to to have an effect on you. Correct. And she didn't say that like in a malicious way like no, oh, yeah. you've changed she or something your like attention. that. Yeah, no, she's just like this is really starting to to take a hold in your heart. Mm-hmm. And that was when I really started to take it to God. Mm-hmm. And um because of the pandemic there was a lot of different things, a lot of certain ways that they handled things that I didn't agree with. I was vocal about that. I, mm-hmm. I tried to create change mm-hmm. um, as best that I that I could. Um, but things just weren't really improving. And what happened was um, I used to run a summer program for teenagers. Nice. Um, so I was working with youth, and I really enjoyed it and loved that job for the time that I was there. I learned so much. And mm-hmm. even though I left, I'm still grateful for the time that I was there. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, we came to the summer program. Uh, normally, for for example, I would start planning summer program in March. Right. And we were told that we were going to start um, the summer program like a month and a half, two months, if I remember. I can't remember. I'm uh, terrible. I remember certain details, but it was really a short time frame. Mm-hmm. That within itself was really stressful. And then the way they were going about certain decisions. One were, were, was putting us in a, in a position where we weren't compliant with state laws. Mm-hmm. And two, um, it just wasn't a good look. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a good look. Uh, and I was getting really, really upset. I remember I came home one day. And I told Joanna about it. And I said to her, um, I wish I would just get fired. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I would just get fired. Because if I get fired, I can just collect unemployment. Mm-hmm. I was already starting to like, uh, because of pandemic, you know, everybody picked up a hobby. Hustle, <laughs> yeah. yes. So I had I started know. to really get into photography and videography. And um, I was already into editing videos for like years, but I didn't, it was just like a little hobby I would do. Right. But then I picked up a photography, learned the camera, and people were like, yo, you're actually kind of good at this you are good at it yeah Yeah. so so i was like i could then just start really getting serious about the content creation side of things and doing what god because god had already been speaking to me for two years Mm -hmm. to start creating content and i was disobedient right i was so for the two years that he was telling you you didn't start working i could yeah i listen i probably could have left comfortably if i would have listened Mm -hmm. And I knew that I needed to do it, but I needed to get through so many mental hurdles. That's what God does, though. He like if He wants you to do something, He gonna if you listen or not. It's like Jonah and the well. He gonna, mm-hmm. gonna He's gonna make you do it regardless. You oh yeah. How how hard way, do you want to make? It? Yeah, you, you can leave the comfortable way, or you know you can make it harder for yourself. Oh yeah, He made it uncomfortable because yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to get fired. I go and I take a shower, 
in the shower, I immediately sense the voice of the Holy Spirit say to oh, me. I'm getting chills. Yeah. I literally it was crazy. crazy. It was crazy. Uh-huh. Immediately, I, I hear him say, what if I don't want you to get fired? What if I want you to quit and have faith? Oof. Oh, yeah. And I said, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I... So it's weird because I was both filled with an immediate feeling of dread mm-hmm. and peace at, at the, the same, same time. time. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. That's a, it's a scary place to be in, but it's a very good one. Because if, mm-hmm. if, if what God is calling you to does not at least scare you mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. then it's not big enough. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that God is into like building platforms but he is into making moves through you. Yeah. God is going to use you to have an impact on this world in a certain way. If you're willing to let him use you, he could do crazy things yeah. through your life. Mm-hmm. So anytime God speaks to me like that, um, I'm going straight to my wife. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, if you, like I'm not the money manager in the house, mm-hmm. right? I'm the <laughs> one that's like, Oh, let's go here. Let's go there. Let's do this. Let's yeah. buy this. Let's buy that. Me too. So, <laughs> I, you know, like, I'm just really free-spirited with money. And um, I'm like, God, I'm not the one you got to convince about that. Yeah. Because the crazy part was not not just that he was telling me to quit my job, but my wife had just gotten laid off. Wow. So, you, so you're both going to be unemployed? Both going to be unemployed. Oh, my gosh. I okay. told you I'm crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> so, my wife had just gotten laid off. I'm like, God, if this is... You speaking, you don't got to convince me. You got to convince my wife. Correct, right. I go and I tell her and she's like, do it. Oh my gosh. Did that make you even more scared? Because I'm like. Oh, I was I'm, shook. I'm nervous and this already happened. Listen, I wasn't like, even shook. I was shooketh. <laughs> I was Old Testament, King James version shaking, You know what scared. makes it so, so, I'm not, God, I love you so much. But why you got to do that to us? You guys got us like, he gets us so, I know that feeling of being like dread and peace at the same time it's very hard to explain it unless you're in it yeah but it's like you're anxious and you're building up the anxiousness so much in your mm-hmm. body but at the same time like it doesn't matter like there's a peace that flows through yeah. but it's unless you go through that or been in it could be in any type of situation whether it's quitting a job confronting a partner you know um talking to a sibling a brother or sister whatever it is it's 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 such a weird place to be in but also yeah. like it's kind of cool because you're like, wow, I've never felt like this before. Absolutely. It's, I, it's exhilarating. It's, it is. It's, I remember when I first had the peace that surpasses all understanding. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was, and I was in therapy at the time, and I kept telling her, I'm like, I just don't care. And she's like, no, you, it's not that you don't care. It's the peace that surpasses. And I'm like, this is what it feels wow. like. And she, I'm like, anything, like, I'll go through the day, and I was like, whatever. Like, like very nonchalant. That's and amazing. And I kept like, and then I kept like talking about it so much. And she's like, "You better stop." And then it went away, and I was like, "God, I'm so sorry." <laughs> the anxiousness filled me, and I was like, "God, please, like, bring it back." I don't know oh, what yeah. I did, but it was a very weird feeling. So I know that feeling of yeah. like, so now you're both unemployed. At that point, yeah, we're both unemployed. So you obey and you quit your job. Yeah, next day I go in and. I so quit the next day you're like, I'm done. Okay. I, I went in early, used their computer, typed up my letter <laughs> res- resignation, printed it out. Gave it to my boss, um, and that was it. I told him today is my last day. Wow! Like I'm leaving effective. And the funny thing was, is that I need to start my new job on Monday. 
<laughs> AKA no job. Yeah, and I mean, I actually ended up getting a part-time at the church. So I helped the church with like, um, with a couple of things with their online ministry. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like the pure definition of a part-time. Yeah. You know, it, very, it helps very little. Yeah. Um, but it still helps, you know. Yeah, of and, course. And um, started my all my businesses at the same time started um i started so i i have the content creation you know trying to build my youtube channel mm -hmm. um and my instagram mainly the instagram is the one that gets the most attention from me mm -hmm. um then i have the photography and video that i do and then i also do coaching as well what kind of coaching explain so i'm a certified enneagram coach have you ever heard of the enneagram no never even heard of that have you ever heard of um mbti nope have you taken any personality tests? Yes. Okay, so the personality test that is probably the biggest is called MBTI. You get like four letters. Yes. Yeah, yeah so I've you, taken that. that a I lot of people have work. taken that. Yeah, one. it was like a work thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. that one's pretty good, and I actually ran into that one, really liked it. I like personality tests because they help you to understand yourself and how you can relate with other people. Yeah. But then I ran into the Enneagram, and the Enneagram is like, it's about, um, so you get a number, one through nine. I've heard of this, but I don't think I've taken it. But I've, okay, now I know it's what really it is. It's really good. You should definitely take I'm it. I'm going to take it. Yeah, it's really, really, really good. And so I, I started to like research it and study it. I used it with training for my uh, the staff I used to have at, at the program. Mm -hmm. And I trained them through it. And then I found a, a Christian organization that, they uh, they do certification. I ended up getting certified while I was still. I started it while I was still at, at the city, and then I finished it after. Um, and so I have a another page that I run that's kind of on the low low. I don't tell people about it. It won't be I, on the low now. I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I want to. I wanted to. It's on the out out. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to grow by itself. Uh huh. Um, I'll tag it though for you. No, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you the link and. Um, and so I do coaching through that. And basically what I do with that is I help people to understand their Enneagram type. But the whole thing that's dope about the Enneagram is that um, it's not just a personality test. I've realized that a lot of personality tests are very restrictive. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't like that because they're like, oh, this is the way that I am. And some people use that as a crutch. Right, they're correct. Like, oh, oh, that's just my... Um, that's who I am. Mm -hmm. This is my uh, ENFJ showing, you mm -hmm. know, whatever. And they use that as an excuse. Whereas the Enneagram has... Uh, levels of growth so you can be an unhealthy version of your type oh, an okay. average version of your type a healthy version of your type or somewhere in between those lines so when you say coach more of like the like a life coach like like a life coach someone can come to you and be like this is what I feel stuck in my life like how can I exactly push myself forward what can you tell me to like guide me to get to better myself exactly okay. to, be to better understand yourself um, and to better grow as a person. So like helping people get out of, um, like if they feel stuck in yeah. life, they feel like they can't under, they feel like they can't understand what their purpose is. They mm -hmm. need to understand themselves better, what their patterns are, their unhealthy mindsets, mm -hmm. you know, what type of things they gravitate to that are mm -hmm. both negative and positive. That's really the type of work That's I do. actually like really interesting. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to talk to you about that off, off the <laughs> podcast. Now I'm like, wait, maybe I should do this. Yeah. Um, 
I think there's never uh, anything wrong with bettering yourself. Absolutely. And I think we're always going to be a work in progress. I don't care if you're 95 years old. You know, mm -hmm. there's always something you can learn. You should always be striving to get better. So, okay. So, right now you have three businesses. Yes. Three. So, you have the coaching, have the coaching, content, the, the creation content. content, and then the video and, and photography. Yep. So, you quit your job on a Wednesday? What did you say it was? Friday? It was a Friday. Friday was the last day I worked. Okay. So, you quit your job on a Friday. No backup plan. No well, backup plan. Backup plan in the sense of I'm going to get another job to make guaranteed income. Your backup plan was Jesus Christ himself. My backup plan <laughs> was believing in the word that he gave me. He okay. told me, trust in me. After you quit your job, how did you feel? I got to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. It was the best decision Family. I could have ever made. Really? Even with where I am right now. Because I'm still growing these businesses. Right. And it takes a lot of work. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure you work more now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, and then, you know, like, my wife's like, yeah, you're crazy. You don't start one business. You start three businesses. Yeah. You know? So, it's like. That's how you know you're an entrepreneur. Because it's I call it, like, entrepreneur brain. It's so annoying. It's yeah. like, I'll be inside my sauna. And I'm like, oh, my God. I should start boxing. And I'm like, why would I <laughs> Why would I think in the middle to do yeah. something when I have uh -huh. a job? Like, it's crazy. You just got ideas flowing like yeah. crazy. And it's like, um, it's it's not where I know it's going to be. Mm -hmm. um, and, but I wouldn't go back and change it. Mm -hmm. I really wouldn't. Because. When you, you know, it goes back to what we were saying earlier about being filled with peace and dread at the same time. There are moments where I look at my bank account and I'm anxious. There are moments same. where I get worried. There's moments where I'm like, God, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. There's moments where I have I really, have really yeah. bad days. Yeah, me too. You know, there's bad days. Mm -hmm. And then, but it's like, you know how your computer, you don't always see what's running at this at this. Uh, running in the background, yeah. you open up the task manager and you see. I'm a little tech geek, but uh, or you like see all those things running in the background. The apps open. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. You think that, or you turn the screen off and you think it's off, mm -hmm. but there's all these things running in the background, mm -hmm. ready for the moment that is needed to come. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel like it is with God right now. Mm -hmm. He's, I constantly feel like he's in the background making moves mm -hmm. that I can't see. Mm -hmm. And that feeling of knowing that he's in the background, waiting for the time that he has prepared for me, gives me this peace mm -hmm. that's in the background of my heart. Mm -hmm. That while there may be anxiety, there might be fear, there might be all of these things that rise up in a moment's notice, at the same time I have this peace and it's the craziest feeling. feeling. Mm -hmm. And the best thing in the world, I'll tell you, is just being the will of God. Mm -hmm. Even when things look crazy. I find, I, I agree with that because same thing with me. So we were just talking about this before we got on the podcast. Like year and a half in, great first year. It's starting to like slow down a little bit and I'm starting to struggle and I see that. And I think that's what also like geared me towards you because when I know and I feel, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I'm not, nothing against anybody who does, I just never right. was that person, like I, I get paranoid, I'm crazy, <laughs> you do not want to be around me high, I'll be like, take me to the hospital, so the only <laughs> thing that like calms me down is like putting on a word or putting on a preaching, and like, right. while, especially when you're at work all day and you're just constantly thinking, like I'll fold the towels and I'll have a preaching on in the background, um, and it's just, it's just so crazy how like God, 
you're thinking something and maybe your your best friend doesn't know or your significant other or your parent or whoever you're close with and you just like put on and then the same thing you're thinking like oh god what is going on and then he says he uses someone to say that exact thing like yeah. god or they'll say like i don't know who told me god is telling me this is for somebody and you're just like wow like you're listening to me yeah you know and, and it happens so often and i think people don't realize that or like i'll have a conversation with a friend uplifting them and literally I'll go read my devotional and it's the same thing we just spoke about like whatever the pride or and it's crazy and I start laughing and I and I do think that's what gets me through but and I know that works for you but what works for you when those those bad days like how do you get through those because I think that's I've been going through that recently and like I'm still pulling myself out but it's a struggle yeah absolutely Uh, I learned a lot I'll tell you this Uh, I learned a lot um, after my fight against depression. Mm-hmm. So, um, in, in 2016, which also just so happened to be the first year we were married, mm-hmm. I got depressed. Okay. Um, and there was a lot of things that led up to that, um, a lot that had to do with the church and mm-hmm. leading people and everything kind of falling apart mm-hmm. um, that led to my depression. But coming out of it, I learned that while I may not be at a place to fight, um, the one thing I don't want to do is submit. Mm-hmm. And when you're in those moments where you, where I feel anxious and I feel worry and I feel fear and all of those emotions start to kind of come over me, mm-hmm. the what I've learned about myself at least is that in that moment I need to attack it from every angle that I possibly can. Mm-hmm. The biggest temptation is to just submit to it. Mm-hmm. To just like veg out or uh, whatever your vice is. Your vice is. Yeah. Because you know, we all have them. Right. It's easy to go to those things and seek a temporary fix. But what I've learned is that really I need to attack it from every angle that I can. Mm-hmm. For me, that means I need to be vocal. Mm-hmm. With the people that love that I love and love me mm-hmm. and can speak truth to me, mm-hmm. so nine times out of ten, that's my wife mm-hmm. or one of my close friends, mm-hmm. right? And and my wife, she's just gonna she's gonna just tell me in that moment she's gonna be like, listen, we need to hang on to God's word, or mm-hmm. she's gonna remind me what's going on and it can snap me out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that. Is really spending time in God's presence mm-hmm. and that's like the hardest thing to do mm-hmm. because in that moment I feel guilty because sometimes like I told you like last night I, was, I just had a really bad day and you were online I'm like let me just on my drive home and I and I threw you on and I felt <laughs> so guilty because I want to be mad and then I start crying and I wasn't mm-hmm. like I was like okay I'm gonna go it wasn't a happy thing it was just like you know what I need to get my mind right it was more of like I guess out of discipline, because when you start to discipline yourself, yeah. it's not always you're happy to do it. You're not always yeah. like, you're not in the church and like singing the praise song, like, oh, no. I'm so blessed. Sometimes you're like, Sometimes God, it's I'm really so hard. mad at you. Yeah. And even, even while you're going through it, you feel like it's both what you need and what's healing you. Yeah. And you're still like, yo, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I really don't want to, I don't want to do this right now. Yeah. And it, but it, it's the best thing for you because once you come, uh, out of it at the end you're like yo that's exactly what I needed mm-hmm. because if not you're just going to continue to go through a rut mm-hmm. you're going to continue to go like dive into a mental uh, uh, collapse and just you know uh, I call it spiraling yeah me too and once I start spiraling 
it's like it's really hard to get out of that yeah it's really 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 hard and it's like you need to do something that's going to interrupt that right yeah so you you spoke about how you started teaching in the church when you were 11 so you've been going to church your whole life i'm assuming pretty much my whole life since i was um uh, i start we st- we uh converted to christianity or my mom got saved and uh-huh. and preached to me when i was like 10 okay so at about 11 i started teaching and it was funny too because they just they were like oh who's the most mature kid in our small group Mm -hmm. and they said me and they were like let's um send all the kids with eric Mm -hmm. for him to teach them bible study and then um i just started inviting all my friends and they were like hold on something's going on here Mm -hmm. and then i started a small group Mm -hmm. um that uh, I continued that small group and then it grew, you know, uh, I don't do that small group anymore, but it used to be on Wednesdays too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at, I mean, at I have its a new highest, small group. yeah, at its, <laughs> at its highest point, I had about like 60 people, 50, 60 wow. people in my mom's living room. Wow. That yeah. is, that's so amazing to hear. Cause it's like God used you when you were 11. You started, he yeah. started using your purpose at 11 and you're yeah. probably like, why, why do I want to do this? No 11 year old wants oh, to go yeah, I was like, and talk to their friends. They want to be out skipping I, church, playing basketball. I didn't, Who knows? Even know, I didn't even know what ministry was. Yeah. I didn't even know what being a pastor was, mm-hmm. you know? And honestly, I thought I would have been a pastor by now. Mm-hmm. Not a pastor. Is that something that you want to do? Is that a, is that a goal? <sighs> it's an interesting question. I think that um, I'm going to preach for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I will be a pastor with a physical location. Okay, so um, you want the on, you're more like gearing the online presence. Yeah, I think that I think that that definition might be too rigid for what God wants to do with me. Okay. Um, I don't know where God is going to take me. I don't. I'm not opposed to having a physical location mm-hmm. at all. Um, yeah, I'm you not, better say that because if you say I'm not doing that, that's what that's what he's mean. like. Yeah, that's, you know what? Yeah, God, it's like, you know what? Was. Okay, I'm gonna switch this up a little bit because I said the same thing, and here yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But one thing I do know is that um, I have to preach. I have to share the word with people. Mm-hmm. I have to encourage them, and essentially, that is pastoring. I just don't. I don't have a, a physical, physical church, church location. Correct. So, when did you start doing? Or what made you start doing these online? How long have you been doing the online Wednesday classes? Um, it's been about a year. Okay, and what made you like get into that? It's a good question. Um, part of it was knowing the whole, um, knowing that I needed to break out of hiding. Mm-hmm. And you know, like all since I was eleven, you know, mm-hmm. um, the highest point, like I told you, was sixty people in the living room. And, um, but I still never, I never really like pushed it. I never like sought like speaking opportunities at churches. Mm-hmm. I never was the type of person to promote myself. Like I told you, yeah, I don't like to talk about myself. He did say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's like, I never was, I never pushed it to the point where I could get my voice to be out there. Mm-hmm. And people would always tell me like, yo, like you have a gift. Yeah. You, you know, definitely have a gift, for thank sure. Thank you, I appreciate that. Because so I could much. not. I if people want me to do Bible study. It's not gonna be like I'm not gonna make <laughs> people cry. I'm not gonna be hitting it on the nail. Like no, no I'm I sorry, guys. I would love to, but it's just God did not give me that gift. I hear you. I hear you. And it's like I would be so resistant to that because mm-hmm. I would just be like, um, I don't want to make it about me. Mm-hmm. 
And even when God started to talk to me about creating content online, I'm a creative person. Mm-hmm. I love doing creative things. I just love it. I love making videos, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was really hard for me because mm-hmm. I couldn't get past um, this feeling of it not being about God and it being about me. Mm-hmm. And really, God had to take me to a point where I realized that um, that He was using me. You know, mm-hmm. that he was using me as his vessel and that my heart was in the right place. So I needed to move forward with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in reality, I realized that uh, through not starting, it was an, another form of pride itself. Yeah. It was choosing my own way. Yeah. And it was choosing what I believed to be true when God was telling me to do something else. Mm-hmm. And so um, it got to the point where I, I knew, hey, I just need to start this. Um, through the help of my wife and friends who were telling me like hey just start Mm -hmm. don't worry about all the details don't worry about getting it perfect Mm -hmm. just start Mm -hmm. and I think that so many people get hung up on um, on the details getting getting started Mm -hmm. so you never start your purpose you never have an excuse exactly Mm -hmm. we're always gonna have an excuse and it will never be perfect and you're never gonna feel like you're prepared Mm -hmm. you are literally you literally get prepared by doing it Mm -hmm. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Nike. <laughs> Maybe uh, a sponsor on the podcast. Yeah, right? <laughs> Nike sponsored us. They all have, like, matching Nike. Yeah, that would be dope. On. I would love that. Um, yeah, I think that's important, too, because I, I'm sure you're a life coach, so people probably have come to you with ideas, and people will reach out to me and be like, well, what do you think I should do, and how should I get started? And uh, down the line, I had thought about, like, being a business coach you know, in the future, not now, but, and I just give a lot of free advice and I'm like, you, you're never going to be ready. Like, I can't yeah. express that to you mm-hmm. so much. Like, there's never going to be a time because it's something new, you've never done it, and there's always going to be a hiccup along the way, and you're only going to learn how to deal with that by, like, trial and error. There, mm-hmm. You're never going to, you can never be 100% ready. It's like having a baby, right? Yeah. You can prepare as much as you want to prepare finances you got the home now I'm going to be ready and it's like the baby comes and you're like oh my god I was not ready for this you know so I think it's important to explain that to people because in this world we're perfectionists especially with Instagram right we Mm want to portray that we're a hundred percent all the time yeah and it's and it, and I and I always try to be as honest as I can on my Instagram stories. If people ask me, I'm like, I struggle just like anybody else. Yeah. Like this is not this was not no walk in the park. There's days that I cry. Like I go to Claudia and I'm we're working out this morning. She's like, How's your week? And I'm like, I cried yesterday. And we're just like, <laughs> she's like, I cried last week. And we're just like going back and forth uh-huh. on our cry stories. And we're like, Okay. That's so awesome when you could be. We like just like shake it off. I'm like, okay, it's you know it's a new day. And even though I can listen to a podcast or listen to a preaching or put the worship music on, it's still okay to cry and like let it out. Yeah. And I and I I think that's what people think too when they hear like, Oh, you walk with God. Oh, it it must be easy. It's actually a lot harder. Yeah, and, and, I agree. But in the most precious way, like yeah. you, like he gives you something that you would never ever think you would want or can or can attain, but it's still a hard walk to get to that. Absolutely, anything worth it in life is going to be difficult. Yeah, and 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 the lazy comfortability of us, we're like, well, I don't want to go through that. It's so much easier to coast. It is. It's so much easier to coast, and everybody's coasting is different. Yeah. There's people who are highly driven and they're always from one task to another. That's mm-hmm. their coasting. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to sit with themselves. Exactly. And mm-hmm. God wants them to slow down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've gotten to be still a lot lately. 
And I'm like, God, what do you mean be still? I don't know how to... I'm one of those people. I need to be constantly moving. I can't... I'm not a be still person. Yeah. And that was the... It's funny that you mentioned that because that was the word he gave us when when we, when we, I quit. Mm-hmm. He was just like, be still. I want, I want to bless you, but I need to see if you will be still and trust in my word, even when it looks crazy. Mm-hmm. Then I know I could trust you. Yeah. It, and when people ask me too, they're like, "Oh, you, I opened during the pandemic, October 2020." They're like, "That's so crazy." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." Like, like I don't think God has ever told me to do something that wasn't crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's crazy. Yeah, and he has the craziest. Sense and of I humor. love it. I yeah. love it. I, I, I like I like to I like it. I like talking to people who talk about God in real ways. Mm-hmm. God is crazy. Yes, he he's like he's he's not going to fit into our own understanding. Mm-hmm. He's not going to fit into a box that we could be like oh, okay yeah you know what god that that makes total sense mm-hmm. and and if you truly have an encounter with god you know beyond what society says about god what people tell you to believe about god mm-hmm. or all of the bad things that people do in the name of god Amen. if you truly have an encounter with him mm-hmm. it is going to change your life and the problem is, is that too many people are afraid of that. Mm-hmm. They want to keep a semblance of control in their life, but yeah, you can't. The you, there's no you control do, with God. No. The best thing you could do mm-hmm. is experiencing Him fully. Oh, a hundred percent. It's it's a, and I say this all the time. I never want to be this owner, and here I am. And it's just funny because there's no, you can't control Him. It's not like your little child that you're like, yeah. okay, come sit nope. in the corner, and he's like, no, he's like. He laughs at you. Like, there, there's that saying, like, you plan and God laughs. Yeah. And it's so true. And I'm like, I had so many different plans for my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm nowhere near what I said or what I planned. And yeah. here we are. Um, and I think that's important for people to understand when they do, when you do follow God and, and you have, like you said, you felt the Holy Spirit tell you. I remember <clears throat> I had a dream in January and I heard the word six months. So I wrote it down. I'm like, six months? What, what is he talking about? Six months, six months, six months. And then COVID hit, and I was like, oh, COVID hit March. I was like, oh, we have three months left. It's going to be done. Like, that's what wow. the six months was. That's what I interpreted it to be, uh-huh. at least. And that was not what happened. It was, yeah. and then I found the space, and I found the space, like, the last two days of June. So I was like, oh, that was what six months meant. Wow. But for six months, I had no idea what yeah, he was no talking about. Was so on. I was like, what are you saying? I don't, I'm trying to think of all the ways math. I'm like, am I going to get married in six months? Yeah. Like, what's going to happen to me? Am I moving? And it was none of the above. And God is like that. He wants you to be aware yeah. of his presence in the midst of where he's moving, but he's not going to tell you what he's doing. Right. A hundred percent. So now you're going to, so we just spoke about this. So you quit your job in July. Mm-hmm. You are still unemployed. Like, well, not unemployed because you're right. God employed, what I like to call you're it. God employed. God employed. I, I like that. You're That's God good. employed now. Okay. <laughs> so... Your time, we're approaching almost a year. Yeah. And how's that been going for you? It's been such a life-giving experience because um, the one thing that I would not wish on anybody mm-hmm. is to feel so frustrated because you're not walking in where your purpose really mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. I've been there. You know, you feel it's, it's, it's one of the worst. It's worse than, than being in the unknown. Mm-hmm. Because at least right now I could be like, you know what? I'm in God's will. Mm-hmm. I'm following my purpose. It's not where I know it's going to be, but You're that is fulfilling within itself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I would say I'm seeing God move. Like I'm seeing him move, I'm seeing changes happening, I'm seeing like, you know, the the social media stuff growing slowly mm-hmm. and people becoming aware of it. And the biggest thing for me is like people being blessed by it. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, like definitely. I think, I've been blessed by it multiple times. Oh yeah, I think it was last week where um there were like three of you who were just like, Yo, I'm crying right now. It was I think, and, <laughs> and I knew that I wanted to like I wanted to start a side of like y'all crying because I'm crying. I was about to like let me send a selfie of me crying. Like Yo, I was yeah. like I was I don't know if you guys saw but like I paused for a second because I was like Oh yeah. snap! Like I, I had no idea. You know, I felt God's presence. I, I felt like I was in the zone, which is very hard to do too, because now you're doing it through a screen. It's not yeah. like you grew up in church. I yeah. go to church, and I tell people to go to church for this reason. Like it's cool, and you don't have to be in church to have a relationship with God. But the presence that you feel when there's three or more, the Bible says, gathered mm-hmm. and they're worshiping Him, it's like an indescribable. It's, it's like a high. Think yeah. of like your, I tell people like, think of your best day ever and like times that by a thousand. Yeah. And it's oh, just this, so you sweet. can't even like, you can't even talk, I can't even talk, the tears just start flowing out, there's nothing, and I, I remember watching my mom when I was younger, and she would get to that state, and I would be like, dad, what is wrong with mom? We'd be in church, I'm like, she's crying, what, like, tell me what's going on, is there something uh-huh. wrong with her? And he was like, no, and then I, until I felt it myself, now yeah. I understand. Yeah. But there's just no words. Like, you can't even... Ex- it's just such a beautiful feeling. Yeah. And that's very hard to um, feel through a screen. Yeah. There's, you know... And of course, there's times where the podcast, I'll, like, of course, I feel something he's saying, but maybe I'm distracted and I'm doing something else. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you're more easy to get distracted. Yeah. But it's very hard to feel that. And I'm telling you, like, last week, and, I, and I've got to repost that one, but... When I was like timestamp, timestamp, or when uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. I didn't know what that meant. Now I caught on, but I almost said that last night. By the way, <laughs> at one point I was like going in, and I was like timestamp. I was, I was gonna, <laughs> actually going to say that um, when you talked about the dead and the resurrection, I was uh-huh. like, I wanted you to make that timestamp yeah. because it was it hit home so hard and so easy to understand. So it was just such a beautiful feeling, and like you really are. Whether it's three people, six people, twelve people, twenty people, a hundred people, a thousand people, like. I know God wants us, even if it's the one, you know, like God says he'll leave the 99 to chase the Mm -hmm. one. And when you have that feeling, I can only imagine what that feeling feels like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not worth any money. I can guarantee that. It's not, (laughs) it really isn't like somebody, like sometimes when I first started, this was happening a lot. Like I would be out at um, like a store or something and I would see somebody that I knew and they'd be like, yo, I've been seeing your content. Like it's really blessing me. And my mind would be like, oh snap, I, I felt like quitting this morning yeah you know because i'm you know you like you said earlier instagram you're looking at the likes the comments the Mm -hmm. shares and and you're trying to gather the information you can based on that response but there are so many people who are watching what you are doing Mm -hmm. who they're just it just so happens that they're not liking it they're not commenting on Mm -hmm. it but they're being impacted by it Mm -hmm. and we are you know i'm a human being i can be Especially in the beginning, I was really hungry for some type of response. Mm -hmm. And when I wouldn't get it, I would be like, okay, this isn't working. Mm -hmm. And then I would meet somebody and they'd be like, yo, I like what you're doing. It's Mm -hmm. dope. Mm -hmm. It's going to blow up or whatever, which is not about that. But Mm -hmm. they would give me some type of feedback and I'd be like, oh, snap, this this is impacting people. Mm -hmm. People are watching it later on they're taking something from it and that's for me to know that it's having an impact it's enough because at the end of my life I want to be able to know that I made an impact on this world maybe it doesn't last forever Mm -hmm. 
but I made an impact on people's lives. Yeah. I helped them get closer to God. Mm-hmm. I had a purpose. Correct. And I can pass that down to my children and they could do with it as they see fit. Right. And I and again, like you definitely I mean, there was we were all crying, we were all hysterical. All we were <laughs> that was so funny. Um I was I, like, Oh snap. I wish I could have recorded myself yesterday, but I was on my phone. I was like ugly crying yesterday, driving home. I'm like the person next to me probably thinks I'm like going through a breakup. I'm like hysterical and I'm like the dead and the resurrection. Like I'm over here like going in, but it is something that's beautiful to see and our generation and I don't know if it was COVID pushed it or you know, we live in a generation of we can um, self-satisfy ourselves instantly. Yeah. We have the Instagram. You can go mm-hmm. out. You can party. You yep. can go on vacation. We're making more money. There's more funds available. But I've noticed, um, me personally, I will post every day like a devotional, and I will get people that don't even follow me. I don't even know how they saw the story, and they'd be like, "Hey, could you send me?" Like I have a highlight on my on my because getting it's every day, and I'm like, I can't keep taking yeah. the same picture on my Instagram story, and then I just. Tell them like, these are the books that I read, right? Um, and me, I love to give them as gifts for people for their birthdays and stuff. And um, it makes such an impact. And you're right. Sometimes you don't like one girl was like, I come on here every day to read what you post. Maybe she doesn't wow. have the book, but I'm like, okay, that holds me accountable because now yeah. I got to keep up with the posting. Like I didn't Absolutely. realize how many people would read that, or if I post a clip of your preaching and then someone write like will reach out like, oh, I really needed to hear that today. Wow, like who is yeah. this person? Or it just hits home, and I think. When we don't get the recognition, we're human. So, of course, you, yeah. say, you want that praise. You get in your head. Yeah, you want yeah. that praise. You want it, And I feel like God humbles us so much, like, you're not going to get that praise. Nah, because uh-huh. then you're going to think it's you and not me. And, exactly. And But it is making a difference. And this generation is hungry. That's what, I've, that's what I'm learning. I'm 32. I'm going to be 33. We're around the same age. Yeah. Younger people. They're just hungry for they it. Are. And there's nowhere. They don't know where to go for it. Mm-hmm. And they're asking me. And I'm like, I'm trying to go here and I'll send them this and that. And even when it was funny because um, Elevation Church is coming and I have went last year, I flew out alone by myself. I really yeah. wanted to go. I'm like, I'm not missing this opportunity. I flew out for a day in Atlanta. I went to see them by myself. Best experience of my life. And then going live and people were like, you know, oh my God, like, uh-huh. I want to be there. And I was crying. And then when they were coming around, they're going to be in Newark. So many people were messaging me like, did you get your ticket, girl? Like, you know that they're coming? I didn't buy it yet. I'm sure I will eventually, but... It was like, wow, like, look at these young people. Like, yeah. Instead of getting the ticket to, like, you know, Daddy Yankee concert. Uh-huh. I'm sure I'm going to go to that, too. But, you know, they're like. <laughs> I mean, he's retired. Yeah, so that's, so a, big that's deal. a big deal. <laughs> but they're like, oh, did you get your ticket for transfer? Like, Elevation, I'm going. Or, like, I have told, we spoke about this before when we did worship nights, how we want to do, like, a trip to Elevation Church or Transformation uh-huh. Church. Like, so it's growing and it's healthy and it's it there. And it's, like, people, we need people like you. I don't think you realize how important we need this or they like not and I'm speaking off my behalf but so many more people like we need those people that are not afraid to step out yeah that can translate to us on our language yeah that's not judging because everybody's had a bad experience in the church let's just go there let's oh, just yeah. throw that out there I've it's had by, it's 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 old school no one is perfect yep. you know you might not like what that pastor said that day or maybe yep. they've like annoyed you but it's getting to the level where it's like, you know, okay, it's a cool thing to do. It's not yeah. even a cool, it's a necessity. Yeah. And that's what it's coming to. And I think that's why I wanted to, like, you to share your story. And don't worry, guys. I'm, we're going to do a Bible study on the podcast. But yeah. <laughs> I wanted you to put your story out there because I know there are other people listening and they're just afraid. Yeah. And it's, it's and, I, and I try to tell people, like, 
I'm afraid every day. I don't. Like, yeah, I'm still afraid. Like, yeah, you quit your job and you have a kid and another baby. Like, that's a yeah. huge hello. Like, that's not. You just got. You just gotta do it. And it's like, it's like freaking Drake is a prophet. Yolo. Yeah. Like he's. <laughs> it's so true though. Like you really only live once. And it's like, do I want to live my whole life being scared? Being like, and then you know what that changes into? It changes into regret. Yeah. You go from being scared to feeling regret for never having stepped out. Yeah, well, my thing, I remember when I was younger, I'm like, well, when I get married and I have kids, that's when I want to come back to church. Like, I'm going to live my life. A I'm lot gonna, of people say that. Yeah. I'm going to do, I don't have kids, but I'm going to make sure I raise my kid. I was raised in church. That's when, and then I think I got rebaptized when I was 26. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that did not last long. <laughs> I was out there from like, <laughs> maybe 18. I was just didn't want to go because I was too tired to like, 25 and I was like okay something's missing in my life that did not last long I still don't have kids and I'm still not married so clearly that that was not you know my plan God laughed Um, but that's why I wanted to like let you share your story and just tell people because I think people misunderstand that like when you follow God everything is peaches and creams and that we don't suffer and we don't struggle and we don't have doubt and it's not to say that we're doubting him. We have our moments that we have doubt, but then mm-hmm. we get our, like you said, you get yourself out of it. It's how you react to that doubt. I remember I forgot who, I think it was Steve Frederick preached one time, and it just hit me, made so much sense. Doubt is a sin because mm-hmm. you're going against God. You're saying you don't have faith in God. And yeah. that, like, the way he made it so plain, because, you know, growing up in the church, it just tell you, do not fear. It's written yeah. 300, like, they'll give you the, uh-huh. all the Bible verses, you know, Philippians. And I'm like, but. How, like, and then when I heard it like that, I was like, oh my God, that makes something so slight makes so much sense. Yeah. And I think that's what we need. We need younger generation people who are on fire for God to just explain it to us in a way that we actually understand. And those are my people. Those are the people that, like, that's that's the community that I'm trying to build. It's like the, um, I call it the church of the wild because there's Ooh, no I laws. like that. Yeah. It's like, it really is about, like, people. You, you know should how, have that on a shirt. I'm just thinking. Oh, that. I, my I, entrepreneur mind I, is thinking. No, I'm sorry. I, I have so many merch ideas. You, oh my god, I'm you ready. Have no idea. I'm, I'm just, ready when you're ready. <laughs> we'll sell it in my store in the window. I can't ready. wait. Like I can't wait. I just need. I just. It just. Church it's timing. I love that. Yeah, yeah. but timing. that's what I'm saying. Like, like our lives are changing, and a lot of the old school church. And there's nothing wrong. And I still go to church, and I still preach you to church. But yeah, they're very old school, and they're not adapting with the new ways. Mm-hmm. And and you know, and it's just having a lot of us are just lost, and we just can't understand. Like, have you ever read a King James Version Bible? Like, yeah, it's crazy. what? What am I reading? It's crazy. It's like, why are you putting yourself through? That? I didn't even know <laughs> until one of somebody told me about a study Bible. I had when I was ready to like start my journey with God I reached out to someone who I really admired and she was like oh I have the study bible by Joyce Meyer so that's what I bought and then I bought some devotions and then I would like whatever the verses there and that's kind of how I started until I felt comfortable enough mm-hmm. to like go and read my own books but that really broke it down to me yeah and it's understanding I'm actually like it's like a weird passion of mine to help people find a bible that works for them because I, I used to that. work at a um at a Christian bookstore, Jesus bookstore out in Island. Mm-hmm. Um, I was their book buyer for uh, That's a really cool job. four or five years. Yeah, I, I really liked that job actually. And so I was like, I was the Bible guy and the book guy. And, well, see you know, guys, now you can stop asking me and yeah, I, no, ask I Eric, that, he's I, very open. I invite that 100%. I'll probably have to brush up on what's new. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as like the differences between versions and all that, like 
I love to go to Barnes and Noble that I just like I had just bought my boyfriend like a daily devotional, but just for men. Uh huh. And it was cool because I was reading the first page and they were talking about like something about Mike Tyson it was about preparation. I was like, oh, uh-huh. see, like who yeah. wouldn't want to read that? Exactly. So it's finding what works for you. I yeah, think. yeah. You like what? Don't go and get some uh, King James Bible that you don't even understand. It's like no, we have all of these tools for a reason. Yeah. Use the tools that you have at your dispe- uh, at your um, available to you to be able to understand God as best as you can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's really like I really am passionate about helping people to understand God. I'm gonna send them your way for real because I only got one Bible. And it's, <laughs> it's geared towards women. I mean, it's just yeah. everyday living, but I don't know. Sometimes I feel like she's talking to me directly. I don't know. Um, so what is the future for you, or what? Well, what do you think, or what would you like to see for the future for you? Yeah, for me, um, I really want to do something that I don't think exists yet. Um, I hope to basically uh, grow my YouTube. So, you know, you ever seen, like, travel influencer channels? Yeah. And, like, they go, and they go to these really nice locations. Um, It's not really travel, but there's some channels that I really enjoy on the videography side of my uh, personality that is like one of them uh, my favorite guys is Aiden Robbins okay. he's this white guy really dope dude um, who he's a videographer and he does videos on how to like edit and stuff mm-hmm. but then he'll tell like short stories and um, do short films that are super cinematic and beautiful at these locations mm-hmm. and he just talks there and it's like it's like aesthetically, it's so pleasing. Mm, it's I like gotta follow him. the sound is amazing. It's like, oh my god, I love this. Mm-hmm. And then taking that passion for videography and content creation, and and my love for God and the mm-hmm. church and putting those together. So, um, if God would would allow me to, I would love to get to a point where um, I'm creating really, really, really high quality content, uh, video content especially that is all about growing your relationship with God and your purpose and it's just basically marrying like high quality videography and ministry together into something new you'd be surprised are you on TikTok? yeah uh, so I noticed that's another trend too like you know what's so funny I think it's hilarious you know the, I don't think it's hilarious I think it's a great thing but the song Oceans by Hillsong uh-huh. is like blown up oh yeah it's, it's, it's like one of the used. trending songs yeah, yeah it's like always used but I do follow because I I do follow um, into like Christianity, so there'll be times where like they'll have that playing in the background, and it'll just be like a beautiful footage of like yeah. the beach, and then someone mm-hmm. will say something. So I definitely see that happening for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, hope, I, I hope I could get to that point. It would yeah. be really nice and really dope. You'd be so surprised to like. I just it takes something so min- like minimal to blow up, but like just being consistent and like again when when it's when God wants it to happen. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, that's the hardest part is, like, the struggle. It's the fun and the hardest part. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, great, I cried today. Today I feel better, though. (laughs) I cried, but now I feel good. Today I met seven people that were like, keep going. I'm like, yes. And then, you know, and then I had zero clients yesterday. Isn't that the funny part? Yeah. That God will keep reminding you. He will keep you so humble. Mm -hmm. He will keep you very humble. Keep going. Don't worry. And you're like, but everything else is telling me to worry. And God's like, no, that's not what I said. Yeah. And then he, like, yells at you, and you're like, all right, God, I got it. Like, he'll send you seven different signs. I see things on Instagram, be still, go on TikTok, be still, put on the song, the first worship song, be still, and I'm like, okay, God, I get it, like, we get it. That's That's how he works. That's exactly how he does it. It is. Um, Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Thank you for having me.
this was great. Guys, we will have a Bible study. Um, I'll talk to him separately so we can figure out like a topic. Yeah. Or maybe just like an intro on how to start studying the word. Because that's what I get a lot too. Like, what do you do? Yeah. And I don't, I can't tell you that my life is bulletproof. I just kind of go with it. I'm like, yeah. well, today I feel like reading Psalms. Like, <laughs> um, but I would love to have you back and we can do that. Um, I'm going to tag him so you guys can follow him. Join us because I've been joining every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Yep. On his, it's the Eric. Munoz, right? Eric Munoz Jr. Okay, yeah. So on his Instagram, I'll tag it. Um, Do you mind closing us out with a prayer? Absolutely. That's awesome. Go for it. Uh, Lord, you know the hearts of every single person who is listening to this, both right now, um, as soon as it goes out, and later on in the future, God. And you know um, who you wanted to hear this, why you wanted them to hear this. I just pray that God every single word that they receive today that they will seal it in their hearts that they will not forget it that they will write it down in the tablet of their hearts my god and i just pray lord that you will my lord take it to a place of fruition god my lord you are our king we worship you we give you thanks you are so 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 good my god i pray that no matter where anybody is in their journey right now that you will meet them where they are at that they will see you moving in their lives, that they will have peace in you, God. I thank you, Father, for this word. I thank you, God, for this podcast. I pray that you will bless everyone listening and everyone involved in this project and in this community, God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Give us feedback. Message Eric. Message me. Follow him. Um, he's so happy to help. Again, like if you have any questions, if I can't help you, I will direct you to him. And as always, guys, peace, love, and glow, Erica.